Hi everyone, so I'm just going to give you a quick overview of the casualties and deaths in World War One, and then talk about how that relates to the different types of propaganda that were being released by the media and government in Australia to do with the war. So before we start, let's just quickly clarify what casualty means. So a casualty uh, is kind of like an umbrella term that can refer to wounded and dead. So um, like you might have seen when you read on page uh, 259 of the textbook, the um, the paragraph about the Fromel's um, battle that first day that Australia was on the Western Front and it listed 555. 1,533 casualties across uh, one evening, 2,000 of those whom were killed. So the, the remainder of that, the remaining 3,533 were uh, people who were wounded. So a casualty, when you think about it, is is the overarching term. So it includes death and people who were wounded. So um, for World War One there were more than um, double the amount of casualties that they were for World War Two, And there's a few different reasons why that is. But World War One is is often, you know, discussed as being just a, a really, really huge waste of life um, in terms of the sheer number of, of people who died um, in rough, sort of rough estimates because there isn't really a clear, there's not a clear number and I don't think that there there ever will be clear actual numbers and stats on how exactly how many people were injured and how many people died during World War One. Um, that's because a lot of those people were civilians um, in the towns that were being fought in and around um, on the you know the est- the Western and Eastern fronts particularly, um, and also just because so there were so many people um, who died and you know lots of soldiers who died either in no man's land or the trenches collapsed on top of them or they were taken as prisoners of war and it's really not known because those records were hard to keep and also a lot of the bodies were lost because they were you know buried in mud um, and you know that they were never found so roughly 16.5 million people died and around 21 million people were wounded 37.5 million um casualties in total so that was 16.5 million people died but 37.5 million casualties so um and more than 40 percent of those were civilians so it's a massive impact on civilian population so imagine that you're living in you know a nice town somewhere and then suddenly a war breaks out that has nothing really to do with your town but just because of your town's geographical location and then 40% of your population is either wounded or dies because of that war. Um, If you break up the deaths per day, um, the war lasted for around 1,550 days, which means that on every one of these days there were almost 23,870 casualties and of those casualties, 10,645 people were killed. So 10,645 people killed every day during World War One, right? Which is a number that's really hard to actually imagine in your head. But if you think about it, it's 10,000, it's sorry, 10,000. So we have about 1,000 people at McRobb. So it's 10 times the McRobb population every day that dies in World War One. Um, so 
So on page 264 and 265, there's some graphs if you want to have a look at the casualty rates. Um, so it, what's interesting is that a lot of this, this information isn't actually communicated to the Australian public. So the, the actual uh, Australian government and the media outlets are not reporting on these things and the reason the actual accurate statistics and the accurate um, amounts of deaths in battles or they're, they're just choosing to leave that information out. You know, when you say, oh, um, it's not really a lie, but it's not really the truth. Like, it's kind of like, you know, we're just going to report on all the good things that are happening in these unrealistic kind of, um, you know, visualizations of wars. So it might be like, you know, taking kind of like staged photography, like versions of troops doing something rather than actually showing like the wounded and the dead and, and the, you know, lots the, the soldiers that are laying in, in hospital beds with limbs blown off because of, of different artillery shells and things like that. So they're not actually broadcasting the accurate um, summary of, of the or accurate reality of war to the Australian public. And the reason, the motivation behind that is because they want people to, to support the war and to believe that the war is a good thing. And they also need to keep encouraging men to enlist. And obviously um, you're not going to be enlisting to go to war if you realise that actually instead of it, you know, lots of the men that enlisted to go to war enlisted because they were, they were you know, it was about mateship and going and supporting your country. And a lot of the men who, if you didn't go to war, you were kind of deemed to like not be a, and I'm putting inverted commas here, not be a real man. Um, they were often ridiculed for not going and, and kind of outcasted a little bit from society for not standing up and doing the right thing and being a man and going to war. Um, and also it was about, um, you know, the pride of the country and having national pride and being an Australian and, um, standing up for what we believe in and not, not allowing, um, you know, this takeover, um, throughout the world, which is what was believed if, if we lost this fight, we might lose everything else as well, which is often a way that, um, lots of different wars, um, gain traction. So like, if you think about, um, the Vietnam War. Everyone went and fought in the Vietnam War because they didn't want communism to to filter through and move through south all the way through south Southeast Asia and down, um, and then across into Western countries. So they created this theory that that's what was going to happen in, as a way to get everyone to fight in the Vietnam War um, for their own causes. And this is kind of a way that you know you have to they they create a way to present it so that everyone gets behind it. So then everyone supports their cause. Um, so there's lots of different kinds of propaganda being released to the Australian public and lots of cartoons and newspapers and kind of these, these cartoons presenting like the German people as these big, like angry looking apes with kind of blood on their fingers and spiked hats. You know, they, they portray them to be the villain and there's, um, you know, all these other ones, I'm going to put up some examples for you, other ones where um, it's kind of like critiquing the level of manliness that you are. So obviously targeted towards young men and, you know, um, making them look like mummy's boys if they're sitting at home and not going out and fighting with their, with their you know, Australian brothers. And um, there's lots of different propaganda. So this lesson, I'm going to get you to have a look at those. I'm also going to get you to have a little bit of a read through of the censorship and propaganda section in the textbook, which starts on page 266. 
Um, and if you, of course, if you have any questions, make sure that you uh, send me a message and I'd be happy to jump on the chat and have a talk to you. See ya.